Welcome to Ashes with Ash, a storytelling podcast from your tobacconist community, bringing you stories of life behind the cigar. Join me on this adventure to find the coolest cigar lounges, smoke some lovely cigars, and seek out the most incredible stories from our cigar lounge friends, owners, and customers. Let's tap into these untold stories with a little smoke and ash. Thank you for listening to episode number five of Ashes. I am so excited for you to hear this episode. Sin Coburn, a motivational speaker, mentor, entrepreneur, counselor, educator, mom, and all-around badass, is here to tell us her story, talk about cigars, and tell us about the incredible experience she is currently undergoing, having just moved to Nicaragua. Sin has this gift to have an amazing conversation that leaves you feeling inspired and humble. I hope this episode brings you as much joy as having this conversation brought me. So light up, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. somewhat see things and I can somewhat see things cool is everything okay yeah yeah it looks good where are you I am in Nicaragua wow yeah like up in the jungle so that is why I'm having such (laughs) crazy (laughs) issues with everything that's so cool what brought you there um we just we wanted travel and different um different atmospheres and um the owners of black label trading company they're big friends of ours and they kind of egged us on in a a very good way to move out here because they knew that we were looking into different places anyway so oh my god that's so cool yeah yeah so that's why we decided to do it and we just wanted the kids to have a different life and experience new things and yeah so and obviously that's that's already happened like internet right. issues or you know like oh my gosh yeah internet's actually very different here oh, so really? i have to find out how to expand this so i can see you better okay cool um oh full screen there we go okay is that better can you still see me the same yeah yeah i still see okay. you that's cool okay good so yeah like with internet and stuff um Nothing is done, like, in America, you know, like, a lot of stuff is just unlimited, you know, like, just right. about everything is unlimited. Here, that's not the case. And um, we still have, like, work lives, you know, we, we both have jobs and stuff, so we had to actually get two different routers, um, wow. and we've already blown through the gigabytes on the one router, <laughs> so now I'm on this one, and I'm like, oh, my God, is that it? Is that the reason? Do we use all the internet on this one, too? Oh, no. We're out. We're out, and that like that's not a good thing for us. <laughs> oh, that's insane. Yeah, and then like the whole time frame thing, our time zone. Like we're technically um, we're Central Time, but mm-hmm. there's no um, daylight savings, so we're actually an hour behind even American Central. So that's why I was like, did I miss it? Is is it? Am oh I no! Right now, so. Yeah, so it's well, been a fun gotcha. morning trying to figure this out. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. It's been complicated. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm glad you're here now. We finally got it. 
Yep, yep. It's the first uh, first podcast we've been able to do since moving here. So it oh, was cool. bound to happen with all the glitches and stuff, but it needed right. to happen so we know what to do. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. How long have you been living there? Um, going on, I think it's been three weeks now, actually. Wow. Um, yeah, just actually, well, yeah, it would be three weeks because um, we have to go to Costa Rica or another town by the 7th, and today's, what, the 1st? Yeah. Yeah, so th- yeah, so it's been three weeks. Wow, very cool. Do you love it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is amazing here. It is, I mean... I just feel blessed that we're here. Um, I know you can't see our view. I could try to show it in a second, but like our house overlooks the ocean. Oh my God. We're at the top of this mountain in a jungle and there's monkeys all around us and like kids are swimming and we're still able to do the jobs that we've always done. So we do feel blessed for this life um, and I'm very thankful for it. So. Wow. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh, sounds so cool. And I've been seeing stuff on your Instagram, like a beach. I'm like, she's at a beach somewhere. I didn't realize you're in Nicaragua. That is so yeah. cool. Yeah, we're actually by, you think on the one side, there's one, one, two, three, and then four, five. So there's five or six beaches outside of the main beach we live on. Uh, the beach that we live on is actually very populated, and um, a lot of the fishing boats come in there. Mm-hmm. So you'll see a lot of people and, and restaurants and stuff. But then the more secluded ones are to either side of this bay, and those ones are awesome. Like, I just found a ton of um, um, sand dollars and, like, all this cool stuff. So, That's like, crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's been really, really good. Oh, amazing. What are you smoking? Um, I'm actually smoking a black label, and I'll tell you about the whole lighter story here. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) So, this is the the Tiger Lily, Mm -hmm. which, um, if you know anything about black label, the artwork is phenomenal. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. So, yeah, being that we're actually in Nicaragua, um, we have the ability to get these factory-only cigars all the time. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. So Tiger Lily is actually my favorite cigar, so I tend to to lead towards that one. But um, Mm -hmm. what I was saying with the lighters is um, there's really no such thing as butane here. (laughs) Wow. There's no... um, yeah, you can't get butane. You can't freely buy cigars. There's no cigar lounges. There's no cigar anything. Like, you would think that's the total opposite being in Nicaragua, right? Right. But it's actually, Nicaragua is just, there's a lot of tobacco fields. So you have, like, Drew Estate here, and you have my father, and um, what is the other one? Uh, Rocky Patel, I think. Uh-huh. I can't remember. But, yeah, none of them, I mean, beyond the factory portion of it, there's no people don't smoke cigars here <laughs> that is very interesting oh my god yeah, crazy huh <laughs> that's funny and yeah. i like nicaraguan's probably my favorite tobacco like binder and filler it's so crazy. good it's just like i don't know it goes with anything and then with uh-huh. whatever james and angela put into it i'm like i mean just you nail it every time yeah you know like there's not a cigar that's gone bad with you guys so right <laughs> Oh, I love that. That's so cool. How long have you been smoking? Um, 
it's been heavier probably in the past three years I've really really picked it up mm-hmm. but um it's been off and on for gosh many 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 years so yeah I good like 10 years I've just casually done it but I haven't made it um I would say back then it was a hobby where now it's more of a job that I love right because I mean our lives evolve around or sorry revolve around cigars now which I never would have thought of back then because back then it was just I would work I'd have a cigar I'd be done I wouldn't post about it I wouldn't talk about it it was just my life and now it's just kind of exploded so it's like these two little sides of yeah the cigar life that I've led (laughs) oh that's so cool yeah I love that so what do you do with cigars for a job well Um, We actually, both Josh and I, run a uh, marketing business uh, where we help um, businesses that are struggling to um, gain customers, especially through social media. We will take over their social media accounts uh, and grow them that way and um, get a solid customer base going. And um, anything social media and marketing related basically is what our life is. And it just so happens that because we are in the cigar world, we're blessed to be able to have a lot of cigar companies under us that we actually um, work for. So, yeah, that's that's our life. Oh, it's so cool. My God. Yeah, yeah. That's incredible. I, I've seen all your stuff about it. you do motivational speaking and a mentor and educator and counselor. Do you still yeah. do all that? It's died down a lot. Um, for a long time, I was a youth counselor, which was very fulfilling. Um, I mean, I loved that job, but but that stuff can really take a toll on you. Oh my you gosh, know, yeah. If, you, if your heart is there, well, then you're giving your heart fully, and um, it, it's not an easy job. So that lasted about four years where I just oh, wow. was basically tapped out. But um, motivational speaking you know it's different um it's more of a toll up front preparing for it and everything and then when you're actually up there it's you know it's a piece of cake it's just like you know it's 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 fun and you get to go home and know that you changed a lot of lives and you got to see smiles uh, versus some of the other stuff that we've had to deal with due to other jobs and everything so right um, so that line of work is still fun, um, but we've kind of taken a back seat with that too, um, only because there's a lot that goes into that, a lot of planning, a lot of um, bits and pieces that people don't realize. Mm-hmm. So right now it's more of a time to reflect on ourselves and personal growth, I guess, and yeah. semi-retirement, if we want to call it that, but that's not how Josh and I work, and I know we can right. say all day, every day, that we're like semi-retired. <laughs> But we have business brains, so it's like always thinking of the next thing that we can do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right now, in three weeks, it's been semi-retired, but I know that's not going to last long. Right. <laughs> we'll be on to the next thing. So. Oh, that's so cool, though. So, yeah. what did you um, speak about when you're doing all the speeches? Um, a lot of it is self self love. Oh, cool. um, it's community-based it's loving one another it's learning how to accept each other it's about you know essentially like with kids it's the bullying aspect you know like stop that do this instead um and a lot of it is also hey this is what I've been through this is the 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 life that I led and I'm here to give you 
resources and steps that way you don't have to go through the same thing you know we can help you not be suicidal we can help you not feel these strong emotions that that we have felt growing up yeah so it's a lot of what that is um and we've kind of blended the cigar world into that too um not necessarily doing motivational speeches like you know for cigars or anything but lounges are a beautiful thing in my opinion cigar lounges are they're full of salt of the earth people and when you meet great people they're like-minded to some degree and then these wonderful conversations happen and so that's kind of how we can we continue the motivational stuff you know just with cigars in our hand yeah so (laughs) and just talk it out that's awesome Uh uh-huh yeah (laughs) I was just going to ask how long you've been smoking cigars for, like, what's, what's your story and your history with everything? Yeah, so I've been smoking cigars on and off since I was 18 or so. My dad would always bring me a cigar, like, special occasions and vacations, stuff like that. But then a couple years ago, he opened up a lounge back home, and I was just going to, like, help, you know, set it up, do the beginning stuff, get it all together, and then I fell in love with it. So I worked there for about a year and I just fell in love with cigars and started trying them all and smoking them all. And now I smoke pretty much daily. (laughs) Wow. And isn't it cool to like, honestly, people think it's all about cigars, but honestly, for me, it it goes so much more beyond that because it's the people behind the cigars too. And that's what I fell in love with. Exactly. That's why I wanted to start this podcast because especially with the pandemic, I just missed talking to people and talking about cigars and... It's like, you know, when you're locked away for a year, it's like, how do I properly communicate with a human being? Oh my gosh, I'm not good at it anymore. <laughs> yeah, maybe I wasn't that good at it in the first place, but now I'm really not good at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, what do I do with my hand? Yeah, it's easier when you have a cigar in your hand. Takes <laughs> care of a lot. It really does. It's really helpful. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And I love that you're doing this too, because, you know, um, I've done so many podcasts, but none have been with a female that is in our world. So like, really cool. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I've been loving it. Meeting really cool people. It's been a lot of fun. And I really, I was leaning more towards having this podcast to be more like a cigar lounge where you're talking to the people in the lounge and they tell their stories. But now it's kind of turned, it's really almost all except for one of my guests has been female. So I'm like kind of getting into the Sisters of the Leaf and stories like that. And I kind of like the way that it's going. It's been pretty cool. I was going to say, yeah, Mm -hmm. like I absolutely like this because, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like any any cigar podcast is is great. It's always a good time. Um, but there's always that, you know, you're a guy and I'm a girl and the yeah. same things are always asked and, you know, just in different forms. And it's like, if we truly want to change the world beyond just cigars, well, let's start with the women first because we're the nurturers. and the, Yeah, we're the ones who are going to get it done. <laughs> hell yeah, yeah. Seriously. I mean, like, because I've had so many people talk about... Um, the fact that I should do like a makeup tutorial, but do it where I'm also like talking about my past or ways I've overcome things. And mm-hmm. I've truly yeah, thought about cool. doing that, but you know, my, 
my style is more so with cigars. So like, yeah, if I can sit and talk to you while having a cigar and talk about past and how to heal and everything, like I'm down for that. So I yes. think it's great that there is somebody doing this podcast as a female. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's been sure. a lot of fun. Cool. So there's no lounges there. Where did you used to smoke? Where was your favorite lounge? Um, and it's called Iowa Cigar Company. Um, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> sorry, that's our home is very much outdoors. Oh yeah. And, like our, our walls don't even meet our ceiling. Oh, like, I love that. Indoor, outdoor, yeah. Oh, so um, cool. But we spent a lot of time at Iowa Cigar Company, which is in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, um, and then also like in Michigan, we really hung out at um, like Godfather's Cigar Lounge down in Shelby Township. Um, we did a lot of cigar fellas. Um, those were, yeah, those were like the three, three main ones. And I'm probably forgetting something now, but those were our typical hangout spots. Very so. cool. What'd you like about them? Uh, the people. Right. Yeah. Especially at Iowa Cigar Company. Um, people don't realize that Des Moines is actually a Mecca for right down to like famous people, to people that just want to be in central in the centralized portion of America, you know, it's a very easy state to be in if you're a traveler, if you have to travel a lot or do crazy fun things or whatever. So we've actually met a lot of people uh, who live a very unique life because of that cigar lounge. Um, wow. Like you have Mo Quezon. I don't know if you've heard of who he is. He's the barbecue uh-uh. master. Oh, cool. Um, that's his home cigar lounge. Nice. Um, there is a wonderful gentleman that goes there that used to be in, um, shoot, if he sees this, he's going to kill me. <laughs> the name of his band is on the tip of my tongue. Oh, no. And I just saw the that band not too long ago with the newer members. But, um, yeah, he was in this band, like, back, like, way back in the day. Um, and he hangs out there. And I don't know. It's just, it, it's a great lounge. It's in a centralized area of the country. And so yeah. That's so cool. But um, honestly, of all the places, there's there's one lounge that I am dying to check out. Yeah. And it's the cathedral down in Florida that just opened up. Ooh. Have you heard about that? No, I haven't. Oh, my gosh. They took this Catholic <gasps> church, right? Oh, my gosh. This, like, three or four story beautiful catholic church i mean bricks and the the bell on the top and all this stuff and they converted it the entire thing into a cigar lounge wow all this beautiful like original wood on the inside and like this atrium looking thing and like you can go up to like third floor and look down and you can see all the people sitting there and like this really cool like gothic looking bar to sit at and have drinks and I've been watching it from the beginning when she started like converting this thing and I was like oh my god oh my god (laughs) oh I have to check that out that sounds so cool a place that I really, really want to go to. So. Definitely. Yes, definitely. Oh, Where are you located at? I'm actually in New York City. Oh, okay. okay. Yep. Nice. Yep, so sorry if you hear sirens in the background. I'm on the 22nd floor, and somehow I can still hear everything that's going on oh, down there. <laughs> yes, it's insane. Wow. I guess it just echoes up, but... Oh. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, I've only been to New York City a couple times, but yeah. never in any of like the buildings. It's always been just like this drive-through or to see like the 9/11 Memorial, right? Or, yeah, Times Square, and that's it. So yeah, I know there's so many cool buildings. I, I want to like walk through the city with an architect to like tell me all about it because <laughs> they're just what a dream. They're just these old, beautiful buildings. They have so much history. Gosh, I wish I knew more about yeah. it. So cool. So where do you go for, like, what's your favorite lounge in New York City? I feel like there's just a bunch of them there. There are, yeah. And I've, I really, I only moved to New York City like six months before the pandemic. So I've only really recently been exploring all the lounges now that they're opening back up. Um, uh, I love Barclay Rex. That's a beautiful lounge. Um, big walk-in humidor. They allow dogs in there. It's named after, it's been there for like 106 years in different, yeah, in different locations. Um, but like, I think it started off as like a pipe making shop and then turned into cigar shops and everything. And this is actually their first lounge that they have. It's been a cigar shop. Yeah. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. So that place is really cool. Um, let's see. I went to Casa de Monte Cristo last night. That place was really nice. There's a, so many I want to keep exploring too in the Carnegie Club that one's amazing I love that place they have Does like New York City have is it New York City that has um one of the Rocky Patel lounges or lit or whatever it's called I don't know actually I know he opened one in like Indianapolis or there's a there's a very new one somewhere. It's beautiful. I'm trying to think of all the mm. places. He tends to hit the bigger cities, so that's why yeah. I one in New York City. So seems like it should be. <laughs> I don't know. I've always wanted to do one where it's like very like '80s retro style. Yes. Like you go in and there's like pinball machines and there's like. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> But you know those, like, 80s-style TVs where it has, like, the double knob? Yes. Like, I want to just, like, completely gut those out and, like, put, uh, like, plants in them. Or, like... Ooh, that'd be cool. Like, cool, different art things and, like, set tapes. And I'm going to move in here. Hold on. (laughs) Yeah, you're good. Is that better? (laughs) Yeah, that's cool. Sorry, someone's here to drop off their motorbike. Because that's Nicaragua. And <laughs> Jake's like, no one's allowed on my property. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. Projected. We're actually really, really, really high up in the mountains, too. And um, we mm. have a guard and everything. Oh, cool. But um, there's a whole, it's so crazy and it's so cool because we also, it's this like fully functioning farm up here Ooh. that um, you, you can't get up to, you can't get up here unless you, you live on this, this land and stuff, but like, it's all organic. Um, he has a fully functioning bee farm. He has all the cows. He has all the chickens. He has the goats ah. and it's just like hundreds of acres. Like it is wow. the coolest thing. So he has it highly locked down. Like there's a guard at the, at the base. So my husband oh, actually cool. had to drive down the mountain to the guard and let this guy in with a motorbike that we're going to store for. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. (laughs) What a process. It is such a new, new life that we live, but it has been very exciting and intriguing and like wholesome. 
if that is even a thing like for here um just life here is just so different and it's been so cool to experience and we have less because of it we have more if that makes sense 100 percent, yeah like the community is so amazing here and even though we're blessed with a beautiful home that's not 99 percent of nicaragua right yeah it was important for us for the kids to see what a third world country is and how they live and what it takes for them to live definitely and what it boils down to is community and absolutely kind to one another and um giving you know because someone might not have milk but they they can make a piece of furniture and their neighbor has the cows for the milk or they ran out of eggs so they can go get eggs from their you know neighbor two doors down but they grow cilantro so they're going to give cilantro you know in replace of that and so nothing is like overly used here yeah there's a purpose for everything and i love it and like we don't even have a cool that's amazing (laughs) we have no tv and like we love that about here we love the connection that you can have by reducing and allowing uh, like nature to take over and yeah I don't know it's just it's and allowing that yeah. not a lot of people can handle it um but if I'm gonna turn this around so you can see the see the yes I'm gonna see I mean. hold on hopefully I don't lose reception let's see can you see that oh there? my god oh my god it's beautiful look you yeah. do. You totally live in a jungle. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And oh, I'm so actually, jealous. Um, we're nearing the green season, so the the tree that's in the center right now that's usually not green. That that wasn't green when we moved here. Oh wow. Um, that tree was fully bare, and then this tree was fully bare. Wow. And so in a matter of three weeks, everything has turned green, and that it's been awesome beautiful. to watch. And it's because of one rainstorm. One wow. Rainstorm. Because nothing is um, overly anything here. Like, not even the rain. The rain's like, I'm going to give you a little bit. And oh then my your God. flowers are just going to go crazy. <laughs> that is so crazy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that house is and beautiful. So then, like, um, like, I don't know if you can see in our shower. Oh, uh, you can't. But anyway, wow. like, even the showers here are different. Like, wow. Most homes don't even have hot water. Yeah. Um, and that's not because they can't afford hot water. You really don't need hot water. The weather is perfect here all the time to where you don't need this oh. steaming shower. Um, and what everybody asks about here, too, is the toilets. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we can't flush our toilet paper. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel like that's going to prevent a lot of people from coming here. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. No, Nicaragua's not that great. Um, wow. But yeah, that's been probably the biggest adjustment for the kids is the fact that they can't just flush the toilet paper down the toilet. Yeah. That's <laughs> crazy. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't mind it. It's just like, you know, you got to get over the fact that, you know, if you're used to the American way, you're like, oh my God, everyone's going to judge me because I'm like throwing my toilet paper away in this trash can that everyone else throws their toilet paper away in. And then you get over it and you're like, wait a minute, 
this is just life here. Like, everybody exactly. does this. Why am I freaking out about it? Like, they'd probably be more angry if I threw a toilet. <laughs> right. That's so funny. I never even thought about that. My cousin, she's kind of does this, doing the same thing where she and her three kids, they live in Brazil. They're missionaries there, and she's raised her kids in Brazil in kind of the same situation, just like they travel by boat to go to the grocery store. They do everything with their hands and just create and make and have community and church like all throughout the week. It's just the coolest thing, the coolest way to have your kids grow up. Like, I love that. Yes. And like, people do not get why we chose to do this while we have kids. And I'm like, you just nailed it. Right. Because like, there's no more grocery trips where we're running to Walmart and grabbing a week or two's worth of supplies. That's gone. That's out the window. Don't yeah. even think that, you know, you can't ever come here with that expectation. We have to go grocery shopping about um, every other day um, because everything here is very fresh. Wow. And there's no preservatives. Um, the meat's never frozen because it was just harvested. Wow. <laughs> the avocados, I wish I had one close. They are the size of a softball. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it's the best thing. But um, they go bad fast. But what's yeah. weird is, you know, like in America, when an avocado is ripe, it's like that blackish color. Uh-huh. Green here. Interesting. Like, like, oh, this is a really soft avocado. I think it's ready, even though it's not black. And then when you cut it open, it's the most beautiful bright yellow color like this golden color on the inside wow with this phenomenal like lime green like you know how it like kind of fades into uh -huh. like, the food here is oh my gosh that's the best way i could describe it yeah wow i mean even the um the pineapple it's white on the inside ah, <laughs> that's so insane to think about how different the food is here from there and what happens to it <laughs> yes that's exactly what it is and what happens to it Ooh. yeah like the onions here are so flavorful but they're not the uh like the onions here will never make your eyes water like wow. that's just that's not how they are that's an american thing it's because of the way they're grown um interesting mm -hmm. i think what else um the Oh, the Coca-Cola is uh -huh. made from pure cane sugar, right? Right, so yeah. It, it's not acidic. It's not a sour taste. Huh. Um, I couldn't drink Coca-Cola in America. I couldn't. It yeah. It hurt my stomach so bad. Me too. You like, carbonated, and I don't know. Yeah. I, I just couldn't do it. Here, I'm like, this is so refreshing. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, and I'm like chugging it, and it's like not overly carbonated or anything. So, <laughs> wow, that is so interesting. Have you found anything good there that you like to pair your cigars with? Like any um, drinks or foods? Honestly, the coffee. Ooh, yeah. Coffee is such a big deal here. Everyone takes pride in uh, their coffee beans. Um, they're grown really, really well here. And wow. some companies won't even allow their coffee beans to be exported to America. Wow. Because they know what they're sitting on. They yeah. know how good it is. And so it's been really fun to try these 
different coffees here that you can only try here. Wow. So it's been great trying different cigars with the coffee and Oh I bet failed me so far. <laughs> oh, sounds so good. I know. And then being in a home where you can actually like just smoke a cigar at home is mind blowing to me. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have to go to a lounge anymore. I know, right? I miss that because I'm from Virginia and I used to live like kind of on a farm there. I used to be able to smoke, but now I, like, even with this podcast, I can't even smoke like while I'm doing the podcast because I'm just in a tiny apartment. I'm hoping eventually I'll record podcasts like in a lounge, like in someone's favorite lounge. That would be really cool. So I'm hoping to do that eventually. I feel like any lounge would be down for that because that's yeah. just like exposure for them and recognition. You will naturally get people that want to be on it. Exactly. Well, what you could do is just bring your podcast to Nicaragua and do it. Remotely. I would be so down with that. <laughs> you could be my co-host. Yeah. That would yeah. be cool. Or we can go to the beaches and oh check my god. Out. <laughs> Drink all the coffee. Oh, I would be in heaven. Actually, figure out the internet thing because yeah. that's going to be an automatic pickup here. But. That's true. <laughs> figure it out, though. I like a challenge. <laughs> yeah. I, I, honestly, it's only up here in the jungle when you're down in the city. Internet is so accessible down there. Like, oh, wow. Our phone plans are even different in Nicaragua. But, yeah, like, it's so dang cheap. Wow. About... Fifteen dollars a month for our phones. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and the difference is, is like nothing. Like we can't text anymore. Um, it has to be through WhatsApp. We, we can't oh, right. um, texting. Yeah. But and everything's minutes. So if we did happen to get a text that we needed to respond to, because you can get them. Oh. But you're paying for text mm. and you're paying for phone call. But if you use WhatsApp, it's free. Whether you're connected to the internet or you're out in town or whatever, WhatsApp will always work for you. Instagram will always work for you. Facebook will always work for you. YouTube, we're not getting charged for anything. Oh, cool. So, and then you get, like, the plan that we picked, you get, like, three gigabytes a month or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and then you real you don't think it's a lot. And then you realize, well, I'm really not using it because at home I'm connected to my wi-fi and in town the only things that go on are free right (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy uh so much is cheaper here it's just crazy to me how much cheaper it is here Uh, then simple it's just simple exactly yeah probably the exact opposite of new york city (laughs) yeah i mean like i just got braces and oh cool i'm still dealing with that it's very my mouth is like all cut up and sore and everything oh ouch i can't even tell What's that? I can't even tell. Yeah, I got clear ones. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. um, But in America, you know, you're looking at thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars to get them. And sometimes that's even on top of your insurance. Right. And here, I simply made an appointment through texting on WhatsApp (laughs) with the actual doctor. And she's like, yep, come on in. Tuesday, 8 a.m. Get you some braces. I literally walked in, I got my braces, and I paid 600 US dollars. Oh my god! Yeah, and then it's 50 a month just for the maintenance. So once a month for my tightening and everything is $50 until I don't need money anymore. 
Good grief. Oh my gosh. That's what I've always had like dental issues. And my dad keeps telling me, he's like, we just need to go out of the country to get it done. We just need to leave the country that's, so you can get your teeth done. That's a real thing. <laughs> dental tourism is real. Ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and we see it here all the time. Wow, I bet. I mean, because it would cost you nothing to get like a filling or like wisdom teeth. Um, what did that cost? I think for the wisdom teeth, with anesthesia and everything was like 400 bucks or something like that. Jeez. You don't even need prescriptions here. Like you literally just walk up to the pharmacia, pharmacia is what it's called here, and you tell them what you need and they just hand it to you. Oh my God. <laughs> so like Josh is on a heart medication and he doesn't, here he doesn't need a prescription for it. He literally just walks up to the pharmacia and says, I need so-and-so, and they ask you how many, and you get that. And it's up to you to make a safe determination on what kind of dosing that you need. Uh-huh. Um, and then, like, like my anxiety med is eight cents per pill. Oh, my God. That's it. <laughs> like, totally different just, world. Yeah, it's just simple. It's so simple. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. thing we had to get over is you know the American version of what a maid is people assume that it's this uh, status and um, Mm -hmm. you know oh they're going to do everything for me where here it's a means of living like everybody wants a job everybody wants these things so they can survive and they can help their families so by telling them no is hurtful exactly it's just a job yeah yeah, and, like, our entire family, we've tried to, like, beat her to the beds and, like, make them and, like, do the dishes before her, and she'll do it anyway. Aww. <laughs> like, I'm like, did I not make it my bed right? Did I, like, not do the dishes good enough? But they actually take pride in it here, and so we've learned to back off and just let her do her thing because she's happy with it. We tried giving her days off. She won't make them. Aww. <laughs> That's so, so cool. Yeah, we just learned to... Um, find value in that and appreciate her for who she is absolutely so yeah yeah that's super cool Mm -hmm. so if you could smoke a cigar with any celebrity dead or alive who would it be oh man see okay so like i struggle with celebrities like Uh i'm not that person that is like Oh my God, it's Brad Pitt. Right, you know, I know like, I'm the same way. What's that? I said I'm the same way. I yeah, don't like, get I like overly excited about them. Right, they're human. Like they put their pants on the same way as me. Yeah. So it, that's like such a hard question for me to answer. Um, I know that the person that I cling to the most, and I've actually talked to multiple times, would be Kat Von D. Oh yeah. Um. Which her and I talk on occasion anyway. Oh, cool. But to actually physically be able to sit down with her 
would mean a lot to me because our minds are very, very similar. Yeah. Um, you know, there's things about her that people don't know that um, very few of us know. And she's just a beautiful human being for the choices that she makes. And stuff so and cool. The she, she chooses to put so much of her life out into the world. Um, knowing that there's consequences and that there's terrible humans on this earth and she still chooses to do that and I find beauty in that. I find beauty in the things that she makes private. Um, I find beauty in the things that she's allowed me to know. Um, so I think it would be fun to spend a day with her personally, finally getting to see her in person. Um, yeah. And to me, not celebrity wise, but I would just love to sit down with my grandfather that passed away because he passed away um, well after I was an adult and I never got to see him. I mean, he was my step-grandfather and, you know, the last time I saw him was when I was 18 and then I moved away and then we were military and all this stuff. And so I wasn't mature and I never got to sit down with him as a mature adult and have conversations with him and learn about life. Right. I would give anything to do that with him because he was such an amazing human who made the choice to love me, even though I wasn't blood. And same with my grandma. um, Wow. Because they both passed away actually very close to one another. And uh, so I guess that's more along the lines of if I could have a cigar with anybody. Yes. (laughs) It would be my grandparents. (laughs) That is an awesome answer. I love that. Yeah. Super cool. I feel the same way. (laughs) That can enlighten me and show me the fruits of life and um, humble me to keep me on track with not getting too overly into anything, you know, because I want to remain the kind hearted, easygoing, carefree and selfless person that I am. And I find that it's easiest to continue to be that way. If I am surrounded by people who have um, lived life Yes. And, um, you know, my grandfather was one of them, you know, he served in the Korean war and his stories were amazing. And so he holds value. And I think that that value would go far. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. He sounds like he'd be the perfect cigar lounge (laughs) friend to hear all the stories. Oh my gosh. The war. The biggest sense of so sorry. No, don't be. It's fine. Usually he takes care of (laughs) things while I'm doing podcasts. Oh, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. And he's also a, um, a, uh, what do you call it? A service dog, which you would never know right now. Oh, wow. Cool. (laughs) He's like, I'm not a service dog anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. He knows certain commands, whether he wants to follow them or not at this point. Selective hearing. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. told the place, and you see how well that works because he's over there doing this. Yeah, right? (laughs) See ya. (laughs) Uh Oh, what a cutie. How long have you had him? About, is it three years? Yeah, it's about three years now. Oh, cool. He was a rescue. Um... He came from a really bad situation, so we kind of took him in and worked with him. And he's an older dog. He, um, I would say he's about like seven, eight, maybe nine, and that kind of put him in that category too. So to go from a street dog that was abused to, um, like he knew nothing about being at home. Wow. 
Aww. he didn't understand furniture he didn't understand any of that and to see Aww. him and how he is today is crazy oh I love so, that oh yeah he's a completely different dog and it shows you that we can even go through very traumatic things and still come out okay and still make that choice to love and be a good decent human being exactly so, I love that Jake has been a wonderful lesson for us as well and you know we're, we're proud of him Oh, He's that's beautiful. I need to protect my my little human days. Yeah. <laughs> the kids are swimming down there, and he's like, are you drowning? Are you okay? Oh, my gosh. How cute. <laughs> <laughs> what a sweetheart. So what, uh, what are your favorite cigars? Mm. <clears throat> I love Curavari. I always talk about them a lot. The Curavari. I love the Buenaventura series. Oh, okay. Yep. That's my favorite. I think the Praline is probably my favorite. The P460, it's the San Andreas wrapper. That's got to be my favorite. It just leaves this, like, cedar taste on your lips, like, the whole time you're smoking it. So you just, like, oh, lick your God. lips and you just taste the cedar. Oh, it is so good. It's one you of my favorites. To, uh, like, when we're done with this, you need to send me that so I can yes. find them somehow. Because that sounds amazing. Yes, definitely. Yeah, they're, like, a small boutique company, but... Um, I don't remember like how I discovered them really, but when I was working at Paps, my dad's shop, we started carrying them and then we ended up being their number one seller in the United States for a while. <laughs> Cause it's like all I sold, I was all about them. I was like, I should work for them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What an accomplishment. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, they don't have any reps or anything. It's just them. <clears throat> They're so good though. Wow. You know, sometimes that's the best way to do it, though. Yeah, I mean, right? There's like, because there's other cigar brands that, that we enjoy smoking, and they just keep it so simple. You know, yes. like, there's really no middleman, and it's it's just a matter of hearing about it and tasting it, being like, oh, my gosh, I need more of this. You yes, know? exactly. Yeah. Love so, it. like, Cala cigars, I don't know if you've heard of them. Uh-uh. They're one of those. Oh, so nice. So, they're, they're very word of mouth. Um, you can really find them in um in uh florida and just north of florida so they've kind of like branched out beyond florida but um it's it's a family-owned company um and their tobacco is all their own they don't get it from anybody else so it comes straight from their their farm in the dominican and they only have four cigars and they have been doing this for years and years and years and years and years and no one knows about them and their cigars are so good they all have the cinnamon and orange and nutmeg flavor to them and i'm like how do they do this because it's not an infused cigar right anything it's just this full habano full dominican full from their farm tobacco that is just so good wow oh my god i need to try that yeah, and you can order their stuff online, too, which is awesome, because, like, me, like, most, oh, good. I, I'm not going to Florida anytime right. soon. <laughs> <laughs> Except um, when you need to see that Cathedral Lounge, you might need to yeah. go soon. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then um, the other brand that I really, 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 really like is Drunk Chicken Cigars. Have you heard about that? I've heard of them, but I've never had one. Mm-hmm. It's a female-owned company, right? Yes. Oh, and she just she just did it because you know she loves cigars and then all of a sudden it blew up for her wow <laughs> but um 
she has this one cigar called Sweet Dreams. And it's a flavored cigar, but it's not like your Drew Estate kind of flavors. It's like, it's so subtle. Huh. And I love that because I can't yeah. handle a sugar bomb cigar, but yeah. I can handle a cigar that has a little hint of a fruity flavor or a sweet flavor. Mm-hmm. And she nailed it with her sweet dreams. Ooh. Like, it's amazing. All of her cigars are so good. And I can't believe how many different cigars she has. Wow. One human being how many different cigars she has. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. amazing. Okay, definitely yeah. have to check that out now. Yeah. I mean, she oh. has absolutely killed it. And, you know, it, it's like a, this black female-owned business, and she is that shining light of it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter what you do, like, you can thrive. And she's yes. doing it. <laughs> oh, I love that. Of course. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely check her out and then tell her I said hello. Will um, do, for sure. The person behind Drunk Chicken, uh, her name is Desiree. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. How did you get into cigars? Do you remember? Yeah. Um, you know, going through a lot of abuse that I did, I was constantly on this search for, in the moment, ways to <coughs> calm down. And for a bit, I was a smoker, um, and obviously I knew that, you know, like, that's, I didn't want to do that. Um, but, like, cigarettes, cigars have a way of forcing you to breathe slow. Yeah. Even though you're not inhaling, you have no choice but to sit here for an hour and just usa it out, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that's when I started turning to them, because it was time for me and me alone. Like, I could literally just go sit outside for an hour and just breathe and right. think and come up with great ideas. Or not come up with great ideas. I can ponder life and ponder self-healing and self-worth and love and whatever you, you want to think of it. So it was during that time when I really decided that, you know, it wasn't just about the cigar. It was about the life behind the cigar. And cigars helped me get that. So, Absolutely. and that was probably like, like really getting into it was probably like three, four years ago. Wow. Yeah. That mindset. That's beautiful. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, my next question was how do cigars play an important role in your personal life? So that kind of be kind of the same thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 And now it's just expanded because, <clears throat> um, because of the cigar world and the people behind it, you know, it's led us to amazing places and things. And, you know, like we do a lot of events now that are based off of cigar, um, because of the friends that we have. And, you know, that's just, it's, it's our life now. It's a, it's a part of who we are. Yeah. I'm thankful for it. And we get so much, I mean, just with the following alone that Josh has and, you know, he's got a massive following on TikTok. We get a lot of heat. We get a lot of people that will talk shit about, you know, cigar smoking and how, you know, take care of your health and this and that. And it's like, they have no idea. Yeah. No idea. You know, there's risks with anything. You're going to get in your car and you exactly. can die on your way to Walmart, you know, but you're not meeting salt of the earth people when you're driving in your car. Exactly. <laughs> exactly you're not not having wholesome conversations when you're driving in your car on your way to work or whatever right you're not learning these valuable tools that 
because of cigars, that's opened the door for us for all those things. Exactly. Meeting new people and learning about yourself and what you like and what you don't like and how you change, too. I mean, even just with your taste buds changing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can honestly say of every cigar lounge I've been to, which has been a lot, I have never met a bad person. Yeah. I haven't. They've all been so uniquely them in a good way. Like, yeah, yeah, maybe I wouldn't necessarily hang out with, you know, this person or that person, but it doesn't mean they don't hold value to me in some way. And I'm not thankful for the conversations I've had with them. Exactly. Yeah. You're not going to find that at your Walmart or wherever else. Right. It's the cigar world that brings that together. Exactly. Everybody's got a story, Mm -hmm. especially cigar people. I swear, yep, they've sure. got the coolest stories. <laughs> I don't know. It's a life worth living, in my opinion. <laughs> 100%. I was thinking it'd be really cool. I have one friend that grew up in New York City, and he smoked cigars. I thought it'd be really cool to do, like, walk around New York City and have, like, a fun, live, like, remote, just talking about the city and smoking cigars and visiting places. So yes. oh I have, gosh, yeah. I have some other microphones to try to do that, but I'm just huh. hoping it'll work. <laughs> I wish I could look into that, but unfortunately that, but unfortunately there's no mail service here. No way! What? Yeah, yeah we don't have an address. There's no mail service. Um, we can't send or receive packages. <laughs> that is crazy. Wow. How do you yeah, get your cigars? That. What's that? <laughs> How do you get your cigars? So, a funny story, <laughs> um, when we moved here, we made the choice to sell everything that we had and only bring one suitcase per person plus a carry-on per person. So, we brought about 250 to 400 cigars with us, all separated. <laughs> wow, amazing. <laughs> the necessities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And surprisingly, nothing taken from us. Nothing. So wow. like our bags when search and you can bring you can bring cigars. Like there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah. I think the, the limit used to be 500 cigars per person. I think they narrowed it down to 200 per person, possibly. But anyway, wow. I, we're a family of five. Yeah. So like, there's literally nothing wrong with what we did. Um, yeah. But I was just thankful we were able to bring our entire stash here. I know that's so cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Plus, we have James and Angela who own Black Label Trading, and they live right down the road from us, and so we have a good straight line connection to them. And oh, good. You know, like they're not far from here, and so. <laughs> oh my god, that's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. They're actually in Drew Estate. Is what is it four? Four and a half hours from where we live, uh, up in Esteli. Oh, wow. Which is funny because, you know, American four hours means, like, you're pretty far away. Yeah. But Nicaraguan four hours is because you can't really go fast on these roads, and you're driving through mountains and being stopped and, like, waiting across the road. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's so cool. Yeah. So, like, I think the fastest you can really go here on the roads is 80 kilometers, which is a new thing we've had to learn because everything is kilometers here from oh wow yeah your, your speedometer to the, the speed signs on the road. And 
um, your distances and the, the mile markers on the roads are all kilometers. And I'm like, I don't even know where I'm at. I don't know how fast I'm supposed to be going. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just go with it. <laughs> nope, I do. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's funny. But thankfully, the car that we have, um, we bought it here, um, actually right before we moved here, because it's very hard to bring cars in. Mm. So we bought we we bought a car, and it happens to be um, an Australian vehicle that um, was only sold in Australia and like Central America. It's a Toyota, mm. um, and so it was automatically just already made for kilometers. So like the dashboard, it has the temp outside. It's automatically in Celsius, and the coolest thing about our truck. <laughs> <laughs> and at the center console I'm like oh is this a cool pocket I'm like what is this button oh it's a cooler oh my god what no <laughs> way is a cooler that's and genius you just keep your drinks in it and it just keeps them cold because you know it's an Australian vehicle and that's what's common down there you know it's heat not, oh duh not <laughs> oh my god that's such a good idea Oh, like, why has nobody else thought of this? And it's not that we have a new vehicle. Our vehicle's not new. Right. Our vehicle is a 2000, 2006, and it just came with that. <laughs> that is so funny. Why has that not been made here? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I was just, like, a kid in the candy store the day I figured that out. Right. And then it worked. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. And I'm, like, putting all my water bottles in it. And I was like, See how much we could fit. <laughs> Yeah, yes. <laughs> and they come out very cold, so I'm like, I love you, car. Very yeah, cool. <laughs> oh, my God, so funny. Yeah. Good idea. And being that we own this vehicle outright, like, it's so nice just to be able to smoke cigars in it and not worry. <laughs> yes, right? Oh, my yeah, God. like, our vehicles in America, obviously, you know, we have, we still we were paying on them and all this stuff. And so it's like, don't smoke a cigar in your car. You know? Yeah. Right. Here we're like driving through the mountains, just blazing through everything. And like looking at the monkeys in our trees and waiting for a sloth. And you have like a iguana crossing the road. My God. It sounds like the life. Seriously. It sounds yeah, so it's cool. Really cool. It's been really fun. Um, we've seen the monkeys actually in our yard the past few days, but the first time I really saw them, it was like six in the morning and I got woken up by the monkeys. Are, are, are they all nice monkeys? Do they like care that you're there? Are they interested in you? Yeah, they don't care. Um, they will interact with Jake. Like yesterday we had about seven or eight hollow monkeys in the tree and Jake was barking at them and there was woo, 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 back at him. Oh my God. <laughs> but up where we live, we also have two other types of monkeys too, but we haven't seen them yet. Uh, one is a spider monkey and then the other one is a, a capuchin. Is that how you say it? Capuchin? Those ones that people usually get as pets. They're really small and you know, Oh yeah. And, oh, yeah, cute. Which will be really interesting when we finally see one because they're the ones that like to explore. They're the ones that like to come out and like hang out with you and steal your food. And <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it's funny. <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, am I gonna be mad or am I gonna think this is the coolest thing ever that he just stole my steak? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> to find out in the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Cynthia and the sloths. They're the cutest thing ever. I, like, love, I love sloths. That's just like one of my random weird dreams. I just want to hold a sloth so bad. I love them. <laughs> They're so like just dorky too. Like when we saw it for the first time, he was like curled up in this tree. And I'm like, where is his head? Why am I not seeing any part of the sloth's body? That's because he was upside down and his like head was le- leaning up on this like branch thing and he just it was the most awkward position that no other animal I think would ever be comfortable in doing and he was just sleeping like that <laughs> and it's like, so weird yeah and his back feet his like little toes were just like wrapped around the branch like this so he couldn't go anywhere and he was just he was out he was sleeping <laughs> how weird oh my god they're so cute they're very hard to see because they are the exact color of a lot of the types of wood that is out here. Oh, right. So they blend in so much better than the monkeys. That's so, funny. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. But, you know, like I said, I feel very blessed to be able to live in the jungle and Absolutely. I try to still feel that way less for being kind of like... Yeah, I really will... <laughs> Yuck. This is the life I chose. <laughs> I like it here. <laughs> Remind yourself. <laughs> yes, as we're checking our bed every single night, the scorpions and making sure it's not the bed, because that's also what we have to do now. And <laughs> that's so crazy. Yeah, but it's all worth it. It's all part of it. For sure. We like it. I'm a little jealous. It sounds so nice right now. <laughs> If you don't live in the vicinity in the vicinity that we live in, you won't encounter the wildlife that we do. Oh, right. uh, because I don't know if you were able to see the water when I turned the camera that way. Yeah. But most people live all along that bay on the ocean. Okay. So they're not going to get the jungle things, the critters that we get. Right. But we chose solitude and yeah. peace. And that meant moving high up into the jungle. So the consequence, or however you say it, is, well, other animals take part in your home as well. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> they live here too. Yeah, that's exactly it. And our home was actually vacant for a long time prior to us moving into it. So oh, really? we had to establish that this is now our home. Yeah. And not you big spiders' homes and your scorpions and all that stuff. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, they they've moved out, but they still like to make their appearance appearance every now and then. Yeah, You're like hey, just reminding you, I was here yes. first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Not a fan of spiders. Are they the giant? Hardly enough. They are not the ones to be fearful of. Um, oh, cool. The, the wolf spiders are, if I can pick up my, I'll show you. Um, so this is my, my black label trading company, uh, Ashtray. And Ooh. wolf spiders can easily stand on this. No. <laughs> and at first you're just like, it's in my shower. But then you Google and you're like, oh, they're harmless. Ugh. I'm like, the, there's tons of different wasps here, and oh. um, they're the most docile wasps that any, like, way more docile than the ones in America. 
um, like they have no interest in stinging you or anything. They're just on the search for water. So like yeah. there's these red ones that are big. They're like that. And I mean, they're freaky to see, but they, they'll swim. They'll just like fly right by you. They don't do shit. They don't care. So a lot of these things are intimidating. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, I don't know if I can do this, but then you're like, Oh, like they really want nothing to do with you. Right. I mean, they're just living their life. You yeah. Know? Our son, our son got stung by a baby scorpion. Huh? Um, but even they're not aggressive. It was simply because he was walking barefoot in our kitchen and it was a baby. So it got through underneath the door and he stepped down. Well, the baby thought he was going to get squished. So yeah. he quickly just, you know, he got him. And Ooh. so nothing here is really aggressive minus there's one snake that's aggressive, um, Ooh, but you yuck. don't typically encounter them. Oh, um, they like to be deep in the jungle away from people. Oh, good. Um, yeah. There's even boa constrictors here, um, oh, wow. which we haven't seen. There's an eyelash viper that lives up here we haven't seen. Um, but the property that we live on, that's the 200-something acres, uh, due to COVID and, and some of the crises that have happened here in, in prior years, uh, tourism is down. And where we live... Um, there, there's a few homes that used to be vacation homes, like easily you could rent them, you know, Airbnb type thing. Yeah. And, um, but people haven't come here. And so these trails that were made years ago are now overgrown and, you know, not Mm. traveled on. So we told the kids, like, you guys are more than welcome to go through these trails, but you're going to have machetes on you. Yeah. (laughs) You never know. Walking into, you know... (laughs) unmanned territory and we just want to make sure that you can defend yourself if you encounter anything yeah exactly but yeah um some of the other trails though they all lead to like volcanoes and really cool things so oh so cool i think i've been in the city too long i'm like itching for a jungle, basically. <laughs> or just, like, big spaces. <laughs> well, if you ever want to see a new life, Nicaragua is definitely the place to come to. It's cheap. It's cheap to fly to. It's a wonderful experience. The cost of living, even if you're vacationing, is phenomenal. And you're helping the community. And you're helping wonderful people within the community. Like, these are the nicest people we have ever met. And wow. it's just Nicaragua is just full of salt-of-the-earth people that are willing to help everybody and they just had this big heart and I don't know it, it's just we're so beautiful. happy to be here yeah this country is just full of amazing people and I think it's because they get it they get the value in community where yeah. America has lost that yeah you know because we have our cell phones and we have our cars and we have our microwaves and our things that do things for us and we don't need anybody else to do this or to do a or b or c or whatever we couldn't even find a toaster here yeah oh my god (laughs) you know it don't even exist it's a different life like yeah we bought a toaster oven so that was the closest thing that we can find but there's not toasters here the fridges are small you know there's just it's just a completely different way of life where you realize that you truly do have to depend on one another and so that has brought about a constant feeling of community that a lot of other yeah. countries have lost. So that is so cool. I love that. And it's kind of cool too that you know the food is so organic and not preserved, and you do have to go 
grocery shopping more often, but that's probably an awesome thing. That's kind of the point is to go see people, go talk to people, go out in your community. That's pretty cool. I mean, you can't just expect a tomato is going to last you two weeks in the fridge here. That's not the way it works. You know, that tomato was just picked from a farm in someone's backyard and they're now selling it. So you better eat that within two days or else it's going to spoil. Yeah. Oh, and like, there's not even milk in jugs here. You can't, that's not a thing. Wow. um, milk is harder to come by and when you do get it it's in these plastic bags and huh. so you have to like pour it into a container if you want milk And but here there's really not many things that require milk so interesting. I mean cheese American type cheese like your cheddars and your provolones and your pepper jacks that's not a thing here yeah so, we have to go to certain markets that import this stuff in order yeah. for us to get it. You know, I can't, I can't get away from my cheddar cheese. Oh my gosh, no! <laughs> cheese, everything, all cheese. <laughs> so I will pay those high dollar prices. Yep, I would too. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, they're butter here. Oh my gosh, the butter is so good here. Oh, I have never this here. Wow. It's amazing. It's this golden, deep yellow color and just mm. full of flavor. And so I'll trade in all this American food that I used to love for for this stuff that I'm now eating. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, it sounds so good. <laughs> oh, so cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, my cigar went out. Oh, no. The humidity here is also higher. So oh, yeah. So cigars go out quicker. And most times you don't even need to have a, like any kind of humidor. Oh, right. Cause it's just constantly humid. Wow. Is it really, really hot? Um, during the dry season. Yes. Today's actually not bad. The humidity, the humidity is high. I would say compared to what New York is right now, Yeah. but it certainly gets way higher than what it is right now. This is actually a very comfortable day. And in Nicaragua, you don't taste your days on the temperature of the day because the temperature is always 90. It's always 88 to 90. Wow. Every day, day in and day out, that is just what it's going to be. Wow. Whether it's a cloudy day or a sunny day or you might have rain, it's going to be 88 to 90. So that's not the deciding factor. The deciding factor is the humidity and the wind. So, you know, we log into Weather Channel. We look at, you know, what New York City weather is going to be, and we base that off temperature. It's not how you do it here. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's so insane. you want to know how humid the day is going to be. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> if it's high humidity and low wind, you're like, <laughs> Yeah, right? Oh, my gosh. You're swimming through the air. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep, and there's only two seasons here. It's the wet season and the dry season. Wow. Let's say there's a third season, which is windy season, but that's kind of the, uh, when you get into the, the wet season, it kind of turns into the windy season also is the best way I can describe it. Yeah. Um, so you'll sense. get really, really high winds. Um, but yeah, it's basically dry season and wet season. Right now we're in the dry season, which means, uh, ob- like the opposite, honestly, of dry. Like the dry season is always very humid, mm-hmm. uh, but there's never rain. The wet season is less humid, but there's a lot of rain. 
Interesting. Um, yeah. it, it could rain every day. Uh, not all day, but, like, you'll typically get rain every night. Or oh, you'll wow. get one or two days of just a constant downpour, and it's done. So that's what their rating season is considered. So. Wow. Not like your New York rains and your Michigan rains where you're like, oh, God, whatever, stop. Seriously, <laughs> it just goes on all day, and you never know when it's going to start or stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, rainy season here does not mean that. Um, it takes so little water here for things to turn green, and for, for flowers to bloom. And I don't know. Everything here is just so much more precious that the, yeah. the flora and the fauna know what it takes to grow and it's so little, you know, it doesn't need much. And you're living in, you see those pink flowers? Oh, yeah. So I'm on the second floor of our house, and those pink flowers have always been there. Oh. Because there's no reason for them to go away. Yeah, right. <laughs> they keep blooming. Oh, <laughs> so pretty. Yeah, so it's nice. It's nice to be around constant beauty. Yeah, my gosh. But I'll tell you what, learning how to use a bic for cigars is definitely a challenge. Oh my gosh, I bet. Does it make it taste different? <laughs> um, the first couple of puffs, yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, not really. And because we've had to use Bix now for so long, right now, and then I'm like, why doesn't anybody else use Bix? <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> That's funny. I'm jealous of that cigar. I want one now. <laughs> <laughs> You should go have one. I know. I think I will after this. <laughs> it's quite nice to actually be in your own home and smoke a cigar. It's been uh, a long time since we've been able to do that, honestly. Wow. So it's been a welcome, welcome uh, thing for us. <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to shout out to everybody? Oh, boy. I don't know. I just want to... I don't know, like, hi to everybody in the cigar world. I yeah. want everybody to know that they can live their dreams, that whatever you put your mind to, you truly can do. And we've heard a lot of, oh, it must be nice, you know. And we're like, yeah, yeah, it is nice. We yeah. Work your butt off. Like, <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> made that happen. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, it's not that we got lucky. It's not that we were blessed with something. It was a bunch of hard work and, and yeah. sweat years and uh you know it was not an easy um thing to get to this point you know it was a lot of paperwork a lot of time a lot of energy there's sacrifices we've had to make and make and there's still sacrifices we make every day just to live here right it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad it's different yeah if other people want to live this life they should do you know absolutely (laughs) you, you do it when you have little ones but if you make it a goal and you don't, um, um, people are, are big into instant gratification. Yeah. Know? So their money goes towards instant things. You know, they want to feel fulfilled instantly. These yeah. goals to them seem so unrealistic and so far out there that they just want this taste of something good sooner. You know? Right. But if you can be disciplined enough and, you know, for each cheaper you get at McDonald's instead put it in your bank account or for each whatever you know save up instead and before you know it you realize I did it I really did it yeah (laughs) you know and that's exactly what we did we made sacrifices to not buy certain things not spend money on certain things um we made sure we had a, a good 
financial nest egg before we chose this, this lifestyle and you know we just chose discipline that's all it takes is discipline yeah. and I would love to see other people learn that and feel the true soul level fulfillment by reaching a goal that took a lot of work and self-discipline because yeah. that kind of achievement is something that you will never feel unless you make the choice to be disciplined on such a high level right and that I mean just like going to the gym same thing you have to be disciplined with that that's no difference that's no different than being disciplined to make your dream a reality with going to see another country even if it's just visiting for a weekend save your money to go to Germany for a week that's a huge yeah you know so anybody can do it I mean I was a single mom for years and years and years to four kids and I still found a way with $14 an hour to work towards my dreams and my goals. So if I can do it, it's amazing. Everybody can do it, so. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's so cool. Well, awesome. This has been even better than I expected. I'm so excited to talk to you. I've, you know, I kind of, when I was starting the podcast, just kind of sent out kind of the same email to everybody to get people to come onto the podcast. And then I was doing, kind of researching about you I'm so excited to talk to you and this has been super cool and I love all the advice you gave it was a lot of thank fun thank you I appreciate that Charlie. yeah that means a lot to me yeah you're so cool so down to earth Aw, <laughs> I, I love, love that because that's always my goal. I always hope that that's what my energy says to people 100 so percent Yes. <laughs> yes, you're very easy to talk to. This has been so awesome. Good, good. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. And if you ever want to have Josh on, just let me know. And yes, that would be awesome. Podcast with him too. So yeah. And so, where can people find you and Josh? So our biggest thing right now, I would say, would be Instagram. Uh, for me, it's Sin Coburn, C Y N N Coburn, C O B U R N. Um, and then TikTok, of all things, I don't know why yes. you've grown on there the way that we have. You guys are so good at it, though. I was watching some of yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> um, my TikTok is, I think it's the same thing, just Sin Coburn. And I know Josh's is Joshua.Coburn on okay. TikTok. And then his, uh, his handle for Instagram is Joshua Coburn. So cool. Very easy. But yeah, those are the two main things that we focus on, so... And people are more than welcome to add us and follow along and message us and ask us questions and learn whatever they would like. Yay. Well, perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much again. Tell You're the welcome. doggy I said bye. <laughs> yeah, I will for sure. I hope you have a good rest of your weekend, too. Thank you. You do the same. I'll talk to you thank soon. You so much. Okay, thank you. Cool. Thanks. See ya. Yeah. Bye. Thank you so much, Sin. Everyone, if you want to feel inspired daily, learn more about cigars, and see some really incredible pictures of life in Nicaragua, go follow these truly incredible people. Sin, happy Mother's Day, and to my mom, happy Mother's Day. I love you. Listeners, go tell a mom she's amazing this weekend. Thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you next week.